Hey, this is Kevin from Kevin's Barbecue Joints, and welcome to episode 293 of the Kevin's Barbecue Joints podcast. And I am super excited to bring you this interview with Dane Weaver and Thomas Levin from Dane's Craft Barbecue in Fort Worth, Texas. This one's great. I talked to Dane two, three years ago, and at the time, he and Ashley were considering maybe teaming up with somebody and going into a brick and mortar location. Well, that fell through. And wonderfully, they're at Lola's full-time. And Lola's Trailer Park is somewhere that he'd been popping up at. It's his very first pop-up. And they've embraced him. He's embraced them. They are a perfect fit for that location. They're open Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. Friday and Sunday, they do burgers, which is new. So they're doing things to expand their menu. They may even offer food later in the evening. That's something that they're thinking about because the area and the bands that come and the saloon that's there and the live music, it all, it all makes sense. And... What's really cool, one thing that they highlight many times is that they're seating for over 100 people, probably close to 150 people. So it's wide open, there's beautiful trees, it's a great place to hang out, and they're pumping people through lines. So if you get there, expect to maybe wait in line 15 minutes and then wait 15 minutes for your food. But they go over the menu in depth, and it's very deliberate, and it sounds so, so good. And the photos that I've seen are just killer they're crushing it. They're really doing a great job. And they're paying a lot of attention to scratch-made sausage. And their specials are killer. And their sides are out of this world. And the desserts sound great. Everything, everything is running at full speed. And one big thing that we talk about is how Thomas got involved. And if you see anything that involves Dane's Craft Barbecue, you always see Thomas. And how he's involved and what he does and how he came on board. That, that's a really great story. And it also is touching. Dane talks about what Thomas means to the business and to them. And I know you guys are going to really enjoy this. You're going to learn a lot about Dane's things that I didn't know. I, th- I, th- I feel like I pay attention to a lot of things, but there's a lot of stuff I didn't know. So I know you're going to enjoy this. Make sure you check them out when you're in Fort Worth. That's Dane's Craft Barbecue. And the Kevin's Barbecue Joints YouTube show and podcast is brought to you by Centex Smokers. They're out of Luling, Texas. It's Centex underscore Smokers, custom pit builder, Michael Johnson. He is really expanding his business. If you take a look at him and follow him, you'll see his pits are gorgeous. He does a great, great job. Very unique, very detailed. Again, that's Centex underscore Smokers. Check him out. And wonderfully, I have two sponsors. I have Flores Tortillas now on board. They're at florestortillas.com. Every Monday morning at 10 a.m., you could order a dozen to be shipped, a dozen or more many dozens to be shipped anywhere across the United States. They sell it really quickly, so make sure you're following him on Instagram. So they post ahead of time to remind you to place an order. You can also pick them up or eat them in tacos at a number of barbecue joints across the United States. I'll have a list below. But all I have to say is they're made with smoked beef tallow. They are so delicious. They're great for tacos. They're great for anything you want to put in them. But heat them up, put butter, butter on them. They're amazing. They're so good. Again, that's Flores Tortillas. And if you're digging these, please subscribe. That way you don't miss out. Also hit the like button. That helps out a lot for the algorithm. It makes my videos show up more for people that are interested in what I'm talking about. I have a website at kevinsbbqjoints.com. I have a new website coming out very soon. I'm teasing it. It's taking me a little longer to do. It's a massive undertaking, but I think you guys will enjoy it. But at the end, stay safe, have a great week, and enjoy this with Dane and Thomas. Dane and Thomas, uh, good evening. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Fantastic. I'm excited to talk to you guys. It's like, as Dane, as we, as we mentioned off camera, the last time we talked, there was a lot of different plans for Dane's craft party. Like, there's a lot of things that were going to go on, and they haven't transpired the way you thought they would, but it actually... It was for the better. Let's. Do you want to kind of put it, get us up to speed as to what happened in between? So the last time we talked, we were we were going to go into this building with uh, this this real estate developer, and we just 
we wanted to agree on terms, but when it came down to really negotiating the deal, like there, there just wasn't an agreement on how we could be happy moving forward. Was that a tough decision to go away from that or how, like, how did that, I've never been in that position and I'm sure other people listening to this could end up in that position. Like you just have to go with your heart, right? Or go with your gut. Yeah. I mean, at that point, yeah, we had this gut feeling that it just wasn't the right thing to do. And, 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 hindsight we definitely made a good decision i mean covid probably would have put a nail in the coffin there for sure for us and so and honestly what we always wanted to be doing was to be set up at lola's trailer park and that's where we're at now that was kind of my plan when this this guy talked to me first i was we were already planning on coming here and he kind of convinced me to maybe take another path and so we just all we did was get back on track. Were you popping up at Lola's anyways? You were, right? Yeah, the, the first place we ever sold barbecue was at Lola's. Our first pop-up we ever did uh, was a joint pop-up with me and Trevor from Bricks Barbecue. Oh, <laughs> that's uh, cool. At Lola's, yeah, and that was about three years ago. Was Thomas on board at the time? Were you? So Thomas was on board back when we um, were going into yeah. about to go into that uh, Americado thing. He had come to a pop-up before then, and... Uh, I think he's been with us for a little more than two years now talk more about how he got like kind of connected with us yeah yeah no i'd like to yeah how did yeah how did this happen because i'm sure a lot of people they see you all the time and i've seen you all the time and and it's always it always seems like uh it's like one and the other like the two of you guys are always together so what how did you guys get connected and what made you think i want to work with this guy i just kind of i was like into the uh the like fort worth like foodie scene a little bit a couple years ago uh and then i saw that Dallas Observer article about Dane, um, where the guy was like sitting on the front curb buying barbecue from his front yard. Um, and I was like, this is freaking awesome. <laughs> like, uh, and I saw he had a pop up at uh, Panther Island Brewing, um, and I dragged my parents over, tried it, and the barbecue was amazing. And then I, we just got caught talking with, uh, with Dane and Ashley, and they were just insanely personable and it just felt like we were automatically best friends and then actually uh brendan lamb with smileys was helping him out at that pop-up so huh. i met brendan lamb and then a couple months later when brendan lamb had his like grand opening at one of his first locations uh in ponder again ran into him he was helping brendan yeah i was helping uh, brendan like on his grand opening there in Ponder when, yeah. he, ran, when so, he did his grand opening. That was so. my first run into like the whole <laughs> yeah. barbecue from helping you out. Yeah. That's actually oh, yeah. that right there. Yeah, that said, that right. says a lot about that it's real. Like it's not just this made up thing that they're that you guys you guys are all helping each other out and it was it was because of all those little, little things that you got to meet, you got to see Dane again and Yeah, it was perfect. And I, then we just ended up talking for like two three hours or something <laughs> yeah and I, I was like man we're we're planning on expanding and i can't always do this by myself you know i have to have somebody i can trust and like start teaching all this stuff too because i'm already stretched thin you know and so i was like hey why don't you come by we're gonna have a pop-up I, i'd love for you to come by and you know see what we're doing and kind of learn what our process and yeah. uh i don't think we haven't cooked since yeah wow so it's just like he showed up and then cooked together since yeah <laughs> yeah that's all yeah. You, it's all you've no it, but it, did you think thomas that that yeah exactly i know it's how do you even say that properly to make sense but you yeah, guys have cooked together not 
cook together. Haven't since. not yeah. cooked together. <laughs> yeah, that's the right, double yeah, negative. But, uh, the double that I, my brain doesn't always work well with that. Uh, but then, is that something that you even thought of that you wanted to go into that world? No, like I totally feel like the moment you said like I need someone to help me, mm. I was like I'll help you. And then I, before I even like knew the word coming out of my mouth, I was like I guess I'm helping. Guess it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and then, like, I, I think, you know, we were doing pop-ups pretty frequently, and he was working full-time, and just, he, he always made a point to make sure he was going to be there, and that's kind of what I meant by that. I mean, he hasn't not been there for the pursuit of uh, moving Dane's Craft Barbecue forward. I mean, every, every single time we need someone or something, he's there, so that's kind of been something that's invaluable that's cool. to our growth. I mean, a lot, a lot of what he's brought to the table has uh, allowed us to be able to put the food out the way we have and just, um, just allowing us to grow and put our best foot forward. Yeah. You know, it's just bounce off ideas off. He brings a lot of ideas to the table and a lot of experience with things he knows. And so, yeah, it's a good, it's a good partnership. It seems like a, cre- like a create between you guys and Ashley, it seems like a very creative force like you guys all kind of work off each other and you have your strengths let's talk about lola let's talk about why why is lola so great why is it the place that you really wanted to first off i mean it's the place i did my first pop-up you know they they were i I came to them and said hey like i'm doing this barbecue thing and i'd really love to sell at, at this rummage sale they had on on the last sunday of every month they would have local vendors food truck and you know, I, I was just a nobody and they were like, yeah, yeah, come on out, you know, and, and they're still continuing to support local entrepreneurs and musicians and just anybody that's, you know, driven to like pursue their passion. Wow. They have a home here at Lola's and, and that's kind of what they gave me. And so it's just kind of something that I really love about them uh, and who they are and it, you know, it's just a hub for creatives, really. Is it like the trailer park, trailer parks there, or is it different? Is it unique? It's called a trailer park because they set it up initially for like to have a bunch of food trucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now we're really the main one. There's one that comes in on weekends um, oh. and nights. We don't currently have food, mm-hmm. but we eventually plan to have the nighttime menu. Okay. But uh, it's honestly like huge. There's like outdoor seating for like at least 100 people, 125, 150. Wow. Um, they have a huge covering over the, the main stage, um, huge stage, two different like decks, uh, an outdoor bar, an indoor bar, um, smaller indoor stage. Yeah. Um, wow. And, I didn't yeah, realize and, that at all. Yeah, it's I huge. bet you a lot of people don't know this. That, yeah. Because I, like, I, I just know that your barbecue place is there and I've seen the outdoor pictures, but I didn't realize it was massive. Yeah, and it's like, I could throw a rock at Montgomery Plaza right there. Oh, yeah, wow. it's kind of the heart of Fort Worth here. Yeah. So. Oh, that's a perfect spot. Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's huge. Like, sometimes when you're in a food trailer, you know, that there's not much seating, and you kind of just have to take it to go. But we're a food trailer that is lucky enough to have really good accommodations. You can get a beer. You can listen to live music. Yeah. You've got plenty of seating. We never... We've never had anybody say like they had trouble finding seating. So that and that right there, I, I don't think I've ever been anywhere where that, that's happened. That's always the problem. And it's also been good because of the pandemic. You guys have you could sit. People could sit far 
apart if they want to. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. very... Like 90% outdoor seating right now. Yeah, it's probably one of and the best... ton of it's covered. ...venues for social distancing right now, you know, so there's, there's a lot of area for groups to space out, and uh, so I, th- I think a lot of people have come to Lola's, and they're a lot more comfortable here than getting crammed inside a, yeah. a small building or just, you know, tight quarters. There's a lot of area, and a lot of nice trees to sit under, and so, yeah, I mean, we just... We love it here, and we don't have plans to leave. We we want to we want to set up here and plan our roots and stay for a while. And they're happy with you guys there, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're they're like some of our best friends, yeah. you know, the owners. That's and cool. That's so nice. Just all all the regulars around here. It, it's it's cool to come to work, and you, you kind of have a little another separate family kind of here. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. that's a big deal. Is there can people walk there? Other apartments and houses and stuff, or is it not walkable? Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's right in the mix of like one of the most popular places to go out and drink. You know, is uh, right across the street. So. Um, it's probably the most um, kind of walked bar scene. Okay. It's just walking distance from here. Yeah. So is that why uh, you eventually would want to do a nighttime offering because of that foot traffic and stuff? And yeah, definitely. And and I've just always had that this idea of doing yeah. like late night like barbecue inspired food. Yeah, actually, great. a long time ago, I, I had thought of this idea of Dane's Midnight Munchies, <laughs> or I even thought of like Dane's craft barbecue i had this idea that i'd sell barbecue inspired like late night food to like all the people that were drinking on west 7 we are like right next to west west 7 so that's why i ran to like implement the midnight munchies at some point but uh nice. have our hands full with barbecue right now and so when we get the accommodations to like fire that up we'll probably do that at some point so. that's awesome so what so let's what are your official days of the week open times and let's talk about your menu your menu seems to evolve and it seems like your sausage offerings are incredible like just, there's a lot you guys are really i, I hate to say yeah, kicking ass because that sounds like such a stupid thing to say but it seems like you guys are really pushing forward yeah for sure we're we're, we're, we're friday saturday sunday do take the last sunday off every month for family and it's 11 o'clock until we're sold out. Uh, lately, we've been last until about 2.30. Okay, so. yeah, I was going to say that, about 2.30? Depending on the day and the weather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know how it goes. Does it feel like you guys are, can you guys, do you have the ability to do, to make more food? Or is it, are you guys to capacity? No, we can make more food. Yeah, we just, we just need, yeah, <laughs> to have more consistent business and just know people are going to show up and, yeah. and come because you know you, you get left with several briskets you know a couple days in a row that'll humble you real quick and then the next especially week you're nowadays. like yeah yeah, yeah yeah especially with the beef prices yeah how are you how is that going because i haven't talked to anybody people someone mentioned it kind of like think when i did the meat shirt meat fight um interview she that kind of joked about not in a funny way but how beef prices are how crazy is that yeah it's it's pretty crazy it, it makes it really hard to uh kind of run a business when your most sold item is also like the least profitable item you know like yeah it's definitely the thing we sell the most but we make the least on at this point right now so it's to make to make like the the normal like restaurant profit that you you're supposed to make on this product like we'd have to charge like astronomical prices that people wouldn't accept right yeah we'd have to charge like 38 dollars a pound for (laughs) like 
that your cost times three, like it's supposed to be, you know, uh, yeah. So, but uh, we just started doing burgers, and so that's really helping out. Um, okay. So yeah, we're we're using our brisket trim to make burgers on Fridays and on Sundays. You want to help your, your local barbecue place out? Order turkey. Yeah, turkey. Like if we could sell like. 15 turkey breasts uh, instead of 15 briskets that'd be great order the turkey and the turkey's great right yeah yeah we, we really pride ourselves on the turkey yeah. thomas cooks the turkey right now in the ribs and does the sausage so he's doing more intense stuff so i'll let him tell you about that um yeah. i mean yeah like when someone asks what do we recommend we always say like brisket but like turkey is like the super underdog because mm-hmm. i mean it's not like the general public sees like smoked turkey as like their grandma's like super dry thanksgiving uh-huh. turkey and all, all you gotta do is not overcook it <laughs> yeah cook <laughs> it properly yeah like that's the easiest thing to do is not overcook it <laughs> yeah. awesome. then let's go over the proteins for your menu we brisket we discussed which is not 38 dollars a pound but it, it's it's it should be but it's uh, so you have brisket yeah so we've got brisket and we're always doing prime or uh, all natural products um we're kind of trying to figure out what kind of beef to cook right now we're kind of in between beef we do pork spare ribs we do house-made sausage and we do three different kinds each week we do our jalapeno havarti and our beefy texan and those are standards on the menu and then our third is a rotating sausage so it's one of our like 14 or 15 recipes we have we kind of rotate it through, and uh, so that's uh, that's a special each week. What's the one for this week? It's our uh, bratwurst. We do like a heavy black pepper bratwurst. Oh, so wow. That sounds so good. That's what it is. So we'll have jalapeno avardi, our uh, beefy Texan, which is a kind of our take on a hot gut sausage, and then, uh, yeah, our, our bratwurst. How did you get such a love for, for making sausage? So I... I was making sausage for all my pop-ups and everything. Yeah. I, when, when I built the brand, I wanted to always make sausage from scratch. Um, that was something that I always really wanted to pride myself in. Um, but having Thomas aboard, I think, just kind of took everything to another level because now we're, like, just always talking about what we can <laughs> yeah. do. and like, That's cool. Hey, like, how can we make this kind of sausage or, you know, just uh, bouncing ideas off each other and then just having, having more people that are motivated to make it great product you know i mean just kind of elevates the whole game you know and so how many recipes is it now i don't know like we're at like 14 or 15 do you guys like, keep a recipe book yeah we write them on like yes, <laughs> i was always like, i've never asked anybody that like a, <laughs> you know that's an excellent idea if we put the recipes in the wrong place and a gust of wind comes it's all just gone you know but, but, but <laughs> it's, in, it's in your mind right you'd hope <laughs> we can figure it out pretty really proud of our sausage program trying to experiment every chance we get yeah next like, week we're gonna do something new so yeah because that's something like where you do fail sometimes like where it doesn't come out how you want i'm sure that happens right like eventually because if you're experimenting yeah. yeah yeah we we fail but usually we try to beat the idea into submission you know Make like it work. that's what happened with our chicken fajita yeah the I first mean, time yeah it was horrible yeah <laughs> <laughs> It just didn't have the right texture, and so, yeah, we just kind of uh, went through the ringer on that one, but we really dialed it in, and it's one of our favorite sausages. We actually brought it to Red Dirt out this week. Oh, so. is that the – okay, I think I did see that. Yeah, yeah, That was So is that – do people come just for the sausage? Oh, yeah, especially like mm-hmm. our uh, – oh, we have a berry gouda, 
There's like blueberries and uh, smoked photo that. rosemary, maple, all that. It has like a small like cult following. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. People like bug us for it like every single week we don't do it yeah like what are you gonna have that very good of back and i'm like whenever we make it again <laughs> yeah. okay. so that's cool though that's it's nice to isn't that nice yeah. to make something that people actually ask for and want you to bring it back that's rad that's really cool like who would have thought that too going just jumping into this and way back when when we talked Dane, that that would happen yeah for sure you have ribs all natural pork spare ribs. Yeah, we, we, we make sure we spend the extra money to get all natural, mm-hmm. never ever uh, treated pork. Turkey breast, we do pulled pork, and then we also do our bacon brisket, which is smoked pork belly that we cook like a brisket. Oh, nice. So, yeah, that's kind of the lineup of the meats, and then we'll do specials. So, we do uh, beef rib sometimes and pork belly burn ins every once in a while, and then we'll do, uh, we do a pork belly taco. And then now we're doing burgers, too, on, on Fridays and Sundays. So, yeah, um, Thomas is running the board now on Fridays and Sundays, and I'm just flipping burgers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Is that, is that how it works? Is that something where you guys sell out of burgers? Or Yeah. We have been, for sure. Yeah, ever since we started doing them, we have been. But we'll, we'll see how that trend kind of progresses. But uh feeling pretty excited. You know, people are comfortable with a burger, you know. So, yeah. I mean, You'd hope so. And right? <laughs> it's a more affordable option for people as well. So they're kind of like, okay, yeah, I'll just. And I've tried people that have tried the barbecue already. They're like, yeah, I want to try this burger. So we're getting a lot of people coming out. Put a special cheese on it or anything? So it's our ground brisket uh, that we use from the trimmings, and we just kind of press them down on the flat top and kind of try to get them like a nice crispy crust. And oh, I we love do that so much. Yeah, I mean, there, there's several. Re- we tried a bunch of different burgers and we we kind of wanted to do a smoked burger but after doing test kitchen stuff it was just like we would have to decide i'm gonna make 30 burgers and i'm gonna smoke them all and then i'm gonna and sear them to order and the whole point of the burger was to uh (laughs) be efficient something for once you know like (laughs) so we were like man i don't want to have waste and smoke 30 burgers and sell 15 and then i'm i what and then i got 15 burgers sitting there so um, we want to cook to order stuff, and yeah, if you press them down on a flat top, I can cook a burger in under two minutes, you know, oh, and so perfect. turn and burn them, and a thick patty was taking us like seven or eight minutes, and I'm like, man, we just don't, <laughs> yeah. we just don't have that time, mm-hmm. you know, like we need to really be able to make them fast if we're going to do them during service, so... Uh, it's been working out great for us and then it's just got red onion and then thomas made a like this burger sauce that he can tell you about it, it tastes good but it's not anything special <laughs> it's just <laughs> proper portions of all the condiments and it's and it tastes good <laughs> yeah that's cool no but is that something too that you might do if you did a late night thing you could probably add that to the late night munchies right exactly Absolutely. yeah that, that's kind of it's almost like uh it's like yeah, it's like testing it out for it, and then we are, we are going to implement at some point when we get everything together and get a little more comfortable. Uh, a special burger each week, probably on Friday. I think we're gonna like we're gonna like make themed burgers that match our sausage. Ah, that's cool. That's like, clever. Like a jalapeno Havarti burger or a berry gouda burger or a funky town fuego burger yeah. you know and so yeah. that's one idea that we have that we're pretty excited about uh but we're just we're just trying to get down the basics right now with like running yeah. 
running a barbecue menu and then running burgers at the same time yeah. and timing it and everything. It's a little difficult right now, but, yeah, uh, but we're that'd fig- be cool. And that'd be fun for people also for like social media. People could get the sausage and the burger and then, yeah, it's like kind of fun. Yeah. You could photograph it, eat it. And it would, that would be, that would really be nice too. Cause it'd be two different kinds of the same flavors, but two ways of presenting it. That's an- yeah. And we're not like, some people were thinking we were going to like take the sausage and make it into a burger. No, we're just going <laughs> to use, and we're going to just like, like you know, a, do our own yeah. spin on it with a burger, yeah, you know, yeah. so it's not all the exact same ingredients or spices or anything, but, you know, it's inspired yeah. by the yeah. sausage, yeah. But they could do, they can get a sandwich too, right, with, with like a sausage sandwich or a... Yeah, we do sandwiches, and then what? one thing we really pride ourselves on our, our sides, yeah. um, put a lot of attention to, Thomas does a lot of the garnishing of the sides and has done that, but now he's doing stuff on the board, and a- Ashley and, Cr- and our new guy Chris... Are making all the sides so we have everybody pretty cross trained right now so like i think everybody that's important can that's key which you know for YouTube, yeah what are the sides if you want to run through them really quick yeah we've got our uh, creamy mac and cheese that we top with it's like uh, garlic seasoned breadcrumbs oh. and then <laughs> and then bacon and then we've got our loaded red potato salad uh which is kind of just like yeah like a loaded baked potato in a in a in a potato salad form mm-hmm. then we've got our flaming hot street corn which is a really popular one it's uh yeah it's kind of like an esquite it's yeah. kind of a deconstructed elote that yeah. one takes the most like we roast it or smoke and then roast like whole corn cob oh that's a lot Take that off and then mix it up in there and then we garnish with katija and ground up Hot Cheetos. I was gonna say and, that's that's where that that came from. Okay. Yeah, like lime cilantro. Yeah, lime cilantro. So yeah, like forty-seven garnishes. The most. Then we have our Frito beans, which has chili cheese Fritos, shredded cheese, crema, and a candied jalapeno that Thomas makes these candied jalapenos. And then we have our crisp apple slaw, which. Um, those don't get garnishes. Yeah, our cold sides don't get them, but our uh, three hot sides do. So that's a lot. That's a lot of moving parts. Yeah, yeah. And so we try to focus on the meats and the sides, and we bring it all together and try to present it really well, kind of in the middle. So we, we kind of meet in the middle on the tray, and then it goes out the window. And we've been really proud about our times out the window too. I mean, we've been really we've been running our service up. really good. So. Like how long would people wait, and at what time should people come? generally like on a weekend on a saturday so a lot of people think that they need to come here a lot earlier than they do you know i mean we probably get a line about 12 to 15 minutes before or i i mean like 30 to 45 minutes maybe we'll have some people getting here before okay. 11 yeah i mean it, it's it's nothing too crazy i mean once once you place your order i think the last time we've been uh paying attention we're writing times down on the tickets and then when they go out the window we'll holler them out and see where we're at kind of throughout service and i don't think we got over 15 minutes i mean place your order and most people got it within five minutes uh, but maybe worst case scenario is 15 or 20 wow and like we have like our entrance is right over here like on the street there's a nice sidewalk we have like camp chairs out there now um and there's a parking lot right behind us um oh cool when we first started coming going three days like we had some long lines on saturdays like with like 30 40 people yeah <laughs> yeah we've had some pretty long lines but it's not like a consistent thing sometimes yeah. it's like oh wow there's a line out there and sometimes it's like 
Okay, well, I guess, <laughs> I guess we're coming later. Hopefully. Yeah. We have water for everybody in line, and then like they just open up this trailer, uh, another bar inside of a uh, like a camper trailer, uh-huh. right on one of these decks. So like, here in a couple weeks, like the once the line forms, like the bartenders will be able to work the line. And, oh, like, that'll drink. be cool. Yeah, I was gonna say, is that something that people can do and get drinks while they're waiting? Yeah. Yeah. So probably worst case scenario, you're looking at 15 minutes in line and 15 minutes on the other side waiting yeah. for your food, which and, isn't too bad. Yeah, so. 15 minutes in line, standing in the shade of a huge oak with a beer in your hand. That's heaven, isn't that? Is that that's heaven to me. Yeah, and live music on Saturdays, yeah. and a lot of times on Sundays there will be live music, and so you'd be like, you're basically waiting in line, probably like 30 or 40 foot foot from the stage. The, where someone's playing live music and you have a access to beers right there. And so, yeah, it, we have a really good atmosphere and we're, yeah. we're really proud to, and uh, fortunate to be able to be here. So, so, so then when you guys sell out and you're done, are there people, are people hanging out for live music? Is that something that goes throughout the day? Yeah. I mean, they, they have bands right now. They have bands Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and Saturday during the day. Yeah. Sunday during the day, yeah. So they they've got a lot of live music going on through here. So there's people kind of hanging out. Um, if we're serving barbecue, are there people that you like the bands? Is it like local stuff? Like are people coming through town to play, or how what, how does that even work? Yeah. So there, there's they support a ton of local music. So that that's probably the majority of it. But they've had some pretty big music series coming through here, and they've got a really nice stage. So they they've had some really big people play i mean right before the pandemic i think paul wall played here oh really uh, yeah which i don't know if you know him but yeah no, people, no I, i'm familiar yeah yeah oh, he's from houston but it, it was pretty cool like and they've they've got like there's been some big names in like red dirt country music coming through here and a lot of people have played in the saloon so there's actually two parts of it there's the trailer park uh bar and music venue and then the saloon so there's another stage in there and another bar on the other side that's and that our people have access to as well are those open all during the week too not right now it's still shut down from the pandemic so okay. they just opened this side but they're working on getting that open again and they're gonna have a pretty pretty cool opening i think they're gonna have like quicker city nighthawks uh playing oh, cool. that that's gonna be a cool uh like regrand open Kind of thing, yeah, so. and that'll be nice. People will be excited to have a regrand opening. It's, it's, it's just hard. It's also, also for me, it's hard to even imagine that we're even talking about something like this a year from now. Like a year ago, I was somewhere else today too, thinking like a year ago, like I didn't, we didn't even think that this would even. Who knew how long this was going to? It's still lasting, but you know, at the state, yeah. People, I didn't think people would be vaccinated by now. Yeah, it's it's been a long journey for sure. Yeah. I, I know when I, I couldn't imagine it still been going on. I guess when this all started happening, I I, I was like, ah, oh, this should be done in about two months or yeah. something. And yeah, but we're still hearing it. So yeah. Did, did you still, shut down? Did you have to shut down at all? We really just shut down when we got our new trailer last uh, right before August, but yeah. we kept doing like. Uh, curbside stuff and bulk orders. Yeah, we, 
like barbecue in place. I gotcha. Yeah. Like, a couple pounds of meat and like array of sides and all that. Yeah, and we got tons of people that were yeah. wanting to come out and Just get bulk meats from us. Line. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. So yeah, we every week we ran out the barbecue in place deal, and it came with uh, you know brisket ribs and something else, and then uh, a couple sides and. and Take it home and. Yeah, take it home. Yeah, actually, we're super fortunate to uh, have the ability to get this trailer. We actually got it from Hellberg Barbecue down in Waco. Oh, you got Hellberg's trailer? <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, the Hellbergs were awesome, and uh, we just lo- love this trailer. This is the one they used to work out of when they had it uh, out there on. We took the stickers off the side, obviously, but like you can still see like the outline of Hellberg Barbecue on the back. Yeah, <laughs> we were the ones that pulled their decal off, which yeah. is kind of sad, but uh, yeah, you know. but it's like a phoenix. Yeah, I think they're really happy that they they, yeah. they were able to help us, and then it has new life. So yeah, so it's nice when things when things get reused. That is. That's awesome. That I'd rather, and I'm sure they're they take pride in the fact that you guys are using their trailer. Yeah, we we just talked to them at Red Dirt. Yeah, and they, they were yeah they were, they seem really happy that they were able to help us take the next step, and I, I think they uh, are happy knowing it's in good hands for sure. How how was Red Dirt? It was awesome. Yeah, it was a blast for the barbecue part. We had a great time. We had some really uh, ambitious goals out there, and we yeah we cooked a whole hog. We did. We filled up the 500 gallon full of smoked pork belly. We did two kinds of housemade sausage: our chicken fajita sausage, wow. our jalapeno Havarti sausage, and then we did like 40, like 20 ounce prime ribeye steak that we reverse seared and. Uh, yeah, so we smoked and reverse seared them, and then uh, presented it in this steak and potatoes dish for uh, oh. VIP. And so tiny little baked potato shots. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. We did little mini baked potato shots, and then for general admission, we did uh, sausage and pork belly, and then whole hog with slaw. That uh, Thomas is back there, like chopping up the whole hog. He stayed up all night. I, that. I think I saw some people filming you that, that night. I, oh, yeah. I was yeah, I was watching from afar. I'm like, ah, oh, dang. Like, again, I'm missing something. But it was cool to see you. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to be talking to them very soon. Well, now, do you do Whole Hog ever there? done several now. Um, we did this really cool thing. We just, we wanted to do a Whole Hog, and we came up with an event just for a reason to do it. Excuse. We called it, yeah, we called it Hogtoberfest. <laughs> That's uh, cool. It was a little late, but we were like, let's just do it. Let's do Hogtoberfest. And we had like a polka band here that was like a rock and roll inspired polka band. It was awesome. We made house made (laughs) bratwurst. And then we like, we wore like Lederhosen and stuff. Oh, uh, nice, nice. Full hog, tons of bratwurst, pork belly on a stick. Yeah, pork belly burn ends on a stick. We did collard greens, cornbread, um, and slaw. So yeah, we we just had a good time. Like, changing up the menu a little bit yeah. and just uh seems a good ex- excuse to try to cook a sam jones style north carolina yeah pulp. will that be something that'll pop up over the year yeah yeah <laughs> yeah are you guys do do the cinder block and you build your own pit and do that whole thing is that how yeah yeah it's right out there oh you actually have one built still it's still there yeah well i mean we took it to red dirt so it's like partially reconstructed gotcha but uh yeah i mean we took the whole cinder block and everything to tyler yeah, with the smoker and everything. Uh, yeah, so I I'm think gonna rebuild it tomorrow. But uh, we hold the world record for whole hog cooked so close to a city parking meter. It was great. <laughs> the hog pit was that far from the parking. <laughs> is that is that whole is that parking meter still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it, it, it's 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 a little up great. dirty and might be 
yeah. little bit melted. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it wasn't like it wasn't next to the burn barrel, like next to your uh, coal. Burn barrel was at least like five or six feet away. From and then do you guys also have, you have desserts, right? Yeah. So my wife, Ashley, makes the desserts. She does a lot with the sides. And then she's doing like a lot of our books and just like, uh, do, she's a cashier. She's keeping everything going. But uh, she does a banana bourbon delight that uh, oh. uh, we're really a big fan of. So it's uh, it's it's basically like golden Oreos like as the crust, and then oh. there's like cream cheese filling, <laughs> banana pudding that she infuses with some whiskey, and then uh, gets butter it gets Cool Whip and butterscotch chips on top, and then uh, caramel, and then we put some salt finish it out oh, yeah so. that sounds awesome this our spin on a banana pudding kind of deal so uh yeah we, we really like that one we do a chocolate lasagna we'll probably just <laughs> do like this kind of style of dessert and like find different ways to make different flavors out of it yeah yeah that's we we don't have the capacity to go too crazy with desserts because we're already going crazy enough with sausage yeah. and just you know, having a, having a good size menu, and, and we're in a trailer, and so there's only so much we can do. But uh, that's one we usually throw out as a banana bourbon delight. Oh, that sounds so. And it, and it's it sounds like the a big part part of it for your excitement, like is is to be creative, to try to be as creative as possible within the the confines of what you the space that you have. Yeah, for sure. I like to think that we we want to be creative, but also like have what people expect out of a Texas barbecue place, but just do it in a way that's like elevated on a level that people didn't expect, you know, like, yeah, I expected they had ribs, but I didn't think they were going to be that good and yeah. like take that awesome or just like mac and cheese. Okay. But man, yeah. the bacon that's and really creative and yeah, pickles, but like house pickles and onions and pickled pepper medley and all that. Yeah, so we we want to give people an experience with Texas barbecue that they're familiar with, but just on on a level that uh, of effort and attention to detail that they they hadn't really expected or seen yet. So wow, that's cool. That's what we're trying to do. Like I'm not saying we're always we're we're putting our best foot forward, and that that's kind of the goal. And um, you know, there's often times where we're like, you know, this you know could have been a little better. So like, let's let's revisit this and see how we can do a little better next time and and that's just a constant pursuit for us so. you're definitely critical of yourselves which is you know important that's but now with uh has daniel been by yet for the, the new thing so he visited us right before the pandemic i think it was three weeks before the uh, the shutdown he came he came on valentine's day or like the week before valentine's day so and then the article came out uh, the week of Valentine's Day last year in 2020, and then so yeah, I think it was like just three weeks later that it shut down. And yeah. Good lines forming after then, and then it just all kind of shut down. But he has been by since he came on the first day that we were open three days a week. So the first day that we opened Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, he came on that Friday, and he bought our six sausages over Texas pack that we did a oh. while back. That was uh, for Texas Independence Day. We made um, six different sausages that represented nations that had governed over Texas. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So, That's I'm trying to, yeah, maybe Thomas, you can give him the rundown on exactly what we did there. We did a paella boudin for Spain, chicken cordon bleu for France, uh, our funky town fuego for Mexico, our beefy Texan for 
uh, Republic of Texas. Then we did a pecan pie. A pecan pie, and then uh, bacon cheeseburger for United States. Wow. That is awesome. And then you sold them as a six-pack? Yeah, we sold it as a cold, vacuum-sealed six-pack, and then um, Daniel got a couple sausages, and so... That's cool. uh, So, yeah, so we saw him then, you know. A lot of Litz talks, and I don't know, I, I... I think three years ago, I couldn't have even dreamed of even being in the conversation of that. Um, so we'll just see what happens with all that. Right, you know? In the end, it's the goal is to be as successful as possible, you know, every day, not just monetarily, but, you know, to feel like you've put out the food that you want to put out every day. Yeah, and that's what it's about. I mean, I think we've done a good job of focusing on our customers a whole lot, and uh, we've built great relationships with them. And so, I mean, I think we're on our on our way to really drumming up the business just based on treating people right and putting out good food that we really care about and Absolutely. at the end of the day that that's what drove us to do this and uh, that's kind of what keeps us going and just yeah. kind of what, awesome. what makes it all worth it you know so that passion plus like like you know the barbecue community you've talked to everybody like yeah Obviously, we're fresh off Red Dirt again. Yeah, like, it was so cool getting out there, it's meeting the, everybody. The family it's and fun. just talking to everyone. It's it's such a such a deep, intense camaraderie that like everyone just so supportive of everyone else. Yeah. And there's a better community I'd rather be a part of. Yeah, I think it's the best one. And I and when I yeah when I've gone to events for different things and there's been a lot of people, you have this like you're buzzing for like a few days after that because it's like wow, like these are the people. Yeah, I forgot how much I really love these people. Like and they're they're so supportive yeah. and they want you to do well and you want them. It's there's it's not like you have a bunch of pasta restaurants or like Italian restaurants and yeah, <laughs> it was really cool. We when we were at Red Dirt, we broke out that hog and so we got a lot of people that kind of surrounded that whole thing and. Uh, Actually, Wade from Mimsy's kind of stepped in and kind of split it. I think I saw that video. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, with the... the night, and I think, uh, yeah, Saul and uh, Reed Guest were out oh. there. Like, uh, a, a lot of different people. We probably had... Everybody, to, yeah. We, yeah, we had tunnel vision. We were just focused on that hog. But, yeah, it was really cool to turn around, and, like, a lot of people were kind of uh, taking oh. part. And I think everybody really appreciated, uh, you know, just... just cooking again and getting together and you know having a burn barrel going and it was just a really good time that so. really is the first festival like the real festival in a year and a half whatever it has been yeah who knows what's the future hold for dane's craft barbecue our, right now our plan is to stay here at lola's um we want to do our best to try to build the infrastructure we need here to support as many customers as uh you know we that want to come through and eat our barbecue i we just really love the environment here, and um, our goal is just to keep cooking the best barbecue we can and uh, have a good time and have fun. I mean, uh, that's one of the main reasons why we're, we're doing this. So I think this setup we have really gives us the opportunity to have a great time and enjoy what we're doing. So That's so great. Do you think that there'll be – are you going to add expand days maybe if, if things got to a point? Would, would you be open on a Thursday? or? Yeah, we hope to um... – eventually go thursday friday saturday sunday lunch service and then at least friday and saturday nighttime uh midnight munchies service that could be like end of summer-ish or you kind of going to gauge things and see what maybe a little later than that but uh yeah as soon as we can work our way up to it yeah we'll probably implement the nighttime stuff like leading into the winter just makes sense 
Yeah, just to like uh, give ourselves some time to build up with with barbecue and just focus on that. And then once that's going as smooth as it can be, then we'll throw another difficult thing in the mix. Yeah, 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 yeah make your life harder. We need more smoker space and all that, but that's a whole other thing. Well, oh, I wanted to ask: is, Can people order ahead, or is it all order in line? On Saturdays, we do pre-orders, pre-orders so okay. you online and order two pound minimums of each meat. So uh, there's no sides because we're just not in the capacity to pump out sides at a, at a large rate. And then, so yeah, but Saturday you can get whatever you want. You just got to pre-order it before Thursday night. Okay. So. And that's online. But now most, most times it's like you said, the line moves pretty quick and getting food that out of a food truck that quickly is that's, that's a big feat, I think. Yeah. And that's something that we try to take the whole experience and, into consideration and we we want to serve our customers quick and we don't want people to have to wait forever yeah. and so yeah that's always something on our mind is how can we get it to them quicker and but uh also keeping the quality up so yeah yeah that's cool well thank you guys so much for sharing what you're doing and i think a lot of people have seen from the periphery what's happening but they don't know what the experience is like and i think this will help people it'll clarify things good to see you guys, Thanks, guys. all right take it easy bye